the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tim. And today we're going to talk about... Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Fuck it. Here's what we're going to do for this episode. Ready? Mm-hmm. Red alert! Red alert! According to the DHS, posted on Monday, February 7, 2022, you are now officially a terrorism threat if you share misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government or its institutions. That's this is not a drill. This is not a drill. Uh, first is first for a reason. The second one's there just in case the first don't work out. Sounds like the first ain't working out. The United States remains in a heightened threats environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories. And other forms of, and by the way, this is what I'm now going to refer to the MSM as, as the MDM, Miss Dis and Mal Information. Welcome to the MDM News, because we're going to lie to you, twist the truth, and we're going to tell you shit that's obviously false. But DHS is using it. Introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic uh, threat actors. These threat actors seek to as, as exacerbate uh, societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence, mass casualty attacks, and other acts of targeted violence conducted by lone offenders and small groups acting in furtherance of ideologies, beliefs, and or personal grievances pose an ongoing threat to the nation. In other words, we're afraid, and if you don't like us, we're a, you're a terrorist. I'm going to repeat what I started out with. The first is first for a reason. The second is just in case the first don't work out. And it sounds an awful lot like the first ain't working out. How can you get away with that? Like, I'm curious, because I'll bet somebody's going to have the gumption to try to take it to the courts. And what I'll bet is the Supreme Court just goes, no. It's allowed for the sake of security. Of course. They have to maintain their powers that be. Hold on. Let me go look. I got. I have the actual, uh, actual thing. You asked me the other day what kind of revolution would I call for. And I am leaning further and further towards a French-style revolution. <laughs> like i have read some of the most just asinine comments and and other things going on in the news uh where it got slow earlier i was reading while i was waiting for for work and people are going no my uh, people in in canada are going my store has no problems it's got all this food and they take a picture somebody else is standing right behind them took a picture every fucking shelf besides that one is empty and then I took a look at the food and realized it was all vegan food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no oh. wonder. No wonder that's the only shit that's there. 
Well, when you have people, when you have people that are uh, screaming at the top of their lungs, fuck your KKKKK convoy, or triple vaxxed and grateful, or we support healthcare workers who are getting vaccinated, right? All of these things, I want to quote a quote from uh, Game of Thrones, people learn to love their chains. They don't want to be free. They simply want somebody to take care of them and give up their agency. This is why they can sit here and use this, right? The MDM News are going to do everything in their power to ensure that they stay in power, which means they have to keep their people in power. But in case you were wondering, I do have the actual bulletin. Uh, funny, f- <clears throat> funny thing though, it uh, it was issued February 7, 2022. It has an expiration date. What, June seventh. June seventh, two thousand twenty-two. I'm sure they'll beef it up. But if you look at they they talk about key factors contributing to current height threat environments, and they talk oh, about how they're responding, and you know. Go ahead. I'm confused. I'm confused, and I have a question. If it's in, if it's misinformation, then how come we keep getting proven correct? <sighs> Quit using logic. It is verboten. String verboten. String verboten. See, guys. But but if you read the additional details, <laughs> they're not warning people. They're telling you what they're going to do. Oh, I know that's an unpopular opinion, but guess what? I don't fucking care. So Where's they say when we need her. Right. Unpopular opinion. They're not. Uh, that that nothing's fucking changed. This is how it's always been. They just put it in black and white. They put it in black and white so that they can crack down on the trucker convoy. That's why. So that they can scare people, like they did after January sixth, which is why they're censoring Madison Cawthorn and telling them he can't run. Now I have problems with him, and I don't think that he's the greatest, but I still think he has the ability to run. Well, everybody's got the ability to run. You and I have the ability. Well, no, we don't anymore. Not if he's found. Not if he's found guilty of violation of Amendment 14, Article 3. That's what they're going after him with. Well, what's interesting is is they're doing it for anyone who disagrees. It's not even basically speaking out against who the mainstream narrative is, is considered treason and sedition now. Yeah, that's the problem. That's always been the problem with the two-party system. It's not a two-party system, though, at all. No, Look what they're doing. They, it's the uniparty. Party. The only people that should have been on the January 6th, in terms of Republicans, should have been ones that disagreed with the current narrative. But that is not what they did. What they did is they went and they got two rhinos on it who sit here and said, uh, yeah, we agree with everything the Democrats said. It's like that speech by Steve Dace. What have the Republicans done to earn your vote? The current crop. You know what? Nothing. As a Kentuckian, I'd like it to be known that I'm absolutely fucking embarrassed that I ever voted for Mick McBitch McConnell. Well, it's not like you have a whole lot of choices. <laughs> Fuck, I'll put a dog up and we'll see if we can get him to win. There you go. Well, it can't do any more damage than it's already been done, right? But you got Mick McBitch, who against 
everyone else is going, oh, no, it was a violent extreme action. I'm going, no, no, you're just realizing you're never going to get elected again. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the COVID narrative, shall we? Oh. All right. Here is welcome to COVID flip flop bingo. See if you can keep up. Ready? Is this going to be Peppermint Patty again? <laughs> no. Do you have that video so we can play it? Which one? The one that speaks? The one that we, yeah, the one that we were like, uh, my brain just farted. Let me, let me, let me see. You gotta make my <laughs> brain fucking twitch. All right, but let me, let me start. There are countries all over Europe that are reversing their COVID narratives, right? Right. But not in Germany. In Germany, it's his papers, please. Health Minister Lauterbach says in Germany, it's not enough just to get on the nerves of the unvaccinated. You have to do more. He urges the swift introduction of compulsory vaccinations in the general population. Gee, Austria and Germany aren't thinking the same way as Europe. And... Yeah, I'm not going to draw any parallels, but I'm sure if you open a history book a time or two, you uh, might be able to figure out why. I'm still I'm still looking for the. Well, what what strikes me as odd because you got all these European the the European version of the WHO. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it's going to sit on the tip of my tongue. Don't bother me now. But they uh, they said that, hey, did you you do realize that multi-vaxxing like we have been is more detrimental than the vax could ever do any good? And then they start saying, hey, you should get yourself checked for HIV. Just saying anybody else can get it. And I'm sitting here going, HIV is spread by one of two very specific ways. <laughs> Wait, wait. We're we're gonna cover the HIV thing here in a oh, second. Oh, we are. All yeah. right. I Not figure fun. I can't save it till Friday because YouTube will yank that shit off in a heartbeat. But here is here is your your peppermint patty fix. Because okay, so they asked her about the convoy. That is all the context I'm going to give our audience. Oh, hold on. I'm going to give a little piece of context. I wake up and he just, all I see is there's a message that says, I need an interpreter. I'm like, what? And then my brain twitched. Yep, here we go. Ready? Yeah, no. Uh, so truckers in Canada uh, last night shut down the Ambassador Bridge, which carries about a quarter of U.S. Canada trading goods. Um, so what's the administration's response uh, to this action? And what steps are being taken to ensure the free flow of goods and also any preventative steps being taken to address a possible blockade on the Michigan side of that bridge? Well, let me first start by saying I know there's been some suggestion, not by reporters necessarily at all, but that uh, this congestion is related to the vaccine requirements. It's not. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm going to get to the protests, but the protests uh, going on across Canada, which uh, have spread to a bridge, are leading to sporadic congestion and blockages. I would just to go back to my point I was trying to make is that um, across what we've seen with these requirements is across a range of industries, vaccine vaccination requirements have been implemented with no disruptions, have helped increase vaccinations. These requirements help protect more people from COVID, and there's been zero indication across these industries that they would lead to disruptions, including on this policy. Um, we, of course, support, as you know, the, the right to freedom of speech and protest. Um, but we, and while we do see some of these congestion due to protests, it is clear that these disruptions have broadened in scope beyond the vaccine requirement implementation. Right. Uh, we, beyond that, we are, of course, in touch with our Canadian counterparts. Um, uh, but I don't have any updates in terms of specific steps. 
a whole lot of bullshit and nothing, but I have a question. I know I know nobody else is going to understand it. But my question is very simple. One, who I've got two. Who dressed her and thought that was a good idea? Dude. Hey, oh, honey, hey, that no, dress. No, that no, dress no, no, no I, the I will not tolerate you making fun of this poor woman's what's the black toothless cosplay. Shame on you. Shame. Oh, shit. <laughs> Second one, why is she up there looking like something that's straight out of Handmaid's Tale? Um, anyway, so what bothers me about it is she never actually addressed the, the question. But she does say, like, there was no disruptions. I'm like, I know that you're saying that the, the, the trucker convoy has nothing to do with vaccines, but almost every truck has fuck your vaccine mandate on it. So I, I would say that counts as a bit and, of a disruption. And it's not anti-vaccine. It's anti-mandate. Which I don't but, think people understand. We've but been anti-mandate. She is so caught. And you realize that this speech came out before they said, if you protest against the government or do any of that stuff, you're domestic terrorists. Yeah, but look at the look at that dress, though. That hurts. Hey, I'm, I'm, you I'm, will not. You will not denigrate her toothless cosplay. I will. Toothless has better taste. No, look, it's even got the scales on the shoulders and the little wing folds. and Doesn't it? Okay, look. if you're I bet you that thing's got a fucking off. emperor cape attachment on the back. I was going to say, take your glasses off and you could almost see a black stormtrooper helmet that would fit just perfectly with that. Darth Vader minus the little whirly gadget bits in the front. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And she's got the red stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, and what bothers me, though, is that people are just eating it up. Like, she said a whole bunch of bullshit. That's what she said. She said a whole bunch of word salad bullshit. But wait, there's more. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I know you love it when I say that. Yeah, you know, the longer we go, the deeper my voice is going to get. <laughs> All right, so you cannot see this, but I'm going to make you laugh again. I'm going to add it back to the stream because I think it's hilarious. So... Bulgarian police use pepper spray on the protesters. And then the wind blows it back. You guys can't see this, but I'm just going to let you know, it is glorious. You see the stream go out, and the wind just picks up and just right back into the police face. Now look, if you back freedoms and the people, I'm going to back the blue. But if you're going to walk up to protesters who are protesting against their freedom and government or for their freedom and against government tyranny, and you're going to sit here and go out against them. I'm sorry. No. How about, okay, ready? You're going to love this one. The New York post, right? Fauci made an appearance today, right? Okay. And he says that the U.S. is nearing the end of the full-blown phase of the COVID-19 pandemic. And virus-related restrictions will soon end and no longer be necessary. That's what he said in an interview. Tuesday. So yesterday. Right? That's what he says. And he appears without his mask on for the first time in a while. Right? Right. All right. Fast forward to today. You know. Less than 24 fucking hours, right? Right? Okay. Less than 24 hours. He's at his meeting that was scheduled at 11 o'clock where they did the Zoom meeting. He's calling for a fourth 
shot. Well, since my voice is dropping because I'm hoarse, let me just go ahead and quote Mantree on this one. It's a very special place you could stick that fourth shot. Yeah. All right. So you saw the uh, the children's aid being involved. That video that you wanted mm-hmm. me to send you that we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I rage mode activated. Yes, rage mode. Uh, what? What is it with people today? When you disagree with someone, you're going to go out and attack their family. You got a bunch of fucking Karens. You know what? I'm not going to call them Karens anymore. You've got a bunch of self-entitled cunts that think that it's perfectly fine to rip the children away from their families simply because you disagree with their parents' politics. And the worst part about it is there are people on both sides in that convoy. Yep. Both sides of their aisle. Now, I understand that Canada is a little bit more left-leaning than we are by a lot. Um, anyway, but even between their their party system, there it's on both sides of the aisle. People are coming together to protest this bullshit, and you've got entitled fucking cunts reporting them to CPS for over 100 children. Yep. And the video states specifically the reasons why. Loud noises, lack of... Uh, lack of hygiene, uh, noxious fumes. Do you uh, have that? Do you have that video I sent about the guy that was that went over to the grocery store to get lunch? I do not. Did you send it to us in the the regular it, one? Or it was, yeah, it was in the regular one. Let me see if I can find it again because that one broke my heart. All right. Well, you do that one. I am going to sit here and talk about. There, we're gonna. Break from the COVID coverage for a little sec. I want you to hear this story. Representative Matt Rosendale introduced a bill today. It will block, or it's set to block, military assistance to the Ukraine until the U.S. southern border is secured. Fuck a fact. Yeah, you want to go fight a war? All right, motherfucker. Fix the border first. And that's what I don't get is they're all sitting here. Everybody's so just uptight. And they're like, oh, we got to go protect Ukraine. And I keep making that joke. It's nice to have an administration and people that actually care about borders. just too fucking bad it's not ours. Yep. It was part of the Republicans' concern that Ukraine's border security is being prioritized over American border security. It's called the Secure America's Border First Act would prohibit the expenditure or obligation of military and security assistance to Kiev until there is operational control of the U.S.-Mexico border where the border crisis is moving into its second year. Right? Second year. Well, I get... Okay, never mind. I can give him that because it has exponentially exploded at the border. Uh, I sent you the video that I wanted people to listen to. Uh... Shout out to, uh, I guess, Phoenix Rising now, because we can't call our Patriot 2A mama. But uh, I got to give her a shout out for for sending this one to me, because it was it broke my heart. I hate this one. I want to remind people why we have such a problem with this stuff. All right. Don't make me cry. You have a soul? No. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. 
So I just had a bit of a emotional moment. Um, downtown Toronto here at Young and St. Clair at my job site. <clears throat> I go across to the grocery store to get my lunch most days. And today I was in there probably about a 150 people or so and uh, a little girl about say four years old see me and seen that I wasn't wearing a mask and came running up to me and saying to her mom look mommy no mask no mask and she almost pulled me and when I looked down at her she looked up at me and says I really I really like your face and uh, it got to me about how much damage we're doing to these kids that it's not even normal for them to see somebody's face. God bless you truckers. And you hold that line. Hold that line. Don't give in. We need our country back. We need our freedoms back. This fight's not over. So... As much as emotional as that is, you can go on you uh, on TikTok right now, and as the children find out that they no longer have to wear masks to school, the younger ones are absolutely crying because for some of them, they will have never known what the face of their friend that they made in school even fucking looks like. That. That pisses me off. It pisses me off because you think of the psychological damage we have done to the next generation. We have created. Now, I know that a lot of people aren't going to like this, but uh, we have created the perfect example for uh, or the perfect breeding ground to uh, dysmorphia. No, um, autism. Not only, uh, okay, I can see that, but no, because it's the inability to pick up social cues. We've taught kids who are finally old enough to understand the mask, period, that they haven't seen it. They haven't picked up social cues for two years. Children within the ages of two and five, which is when they develop the most social cue wise, right, without a face. So you're going to have a bunch of children who are artistic and don't know how to read body language and social issues. You're going to have a huge spike in the number of kids who will be labeled as autism because we as Americans failed to fucking stand up for our kids. How is it? But the people we like to poke fun at, the people that we're like, oh, the, their idea of road rage is a Canada goose chasing a fucking moose. They're the ones that stood up long before we did. 
I'm not saying that some of us haven't stood up. A bunch of us have, but not enough to make a difference. There was a there was a day and age where America would have been on the front lines of that. Well, I can say that the reason that Canada stood up before the United States is simply because the United States didn't have it as hard as uh didn't have it as hard like they didn't come after our rights to the same extent that they did in Canada. And that's by design. It keeps you complacent. The easiest way to control Americans is to very slowly change things. Make them comfortable so that they don't want to. Here, here's some money. Here, Pornhub is free. Here, here's a discount on... Hey, 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 hey. don't be making fun of, of, of Balder like that. We I'm all just understand. saying, here is, here is a reduced cost of subscription for entertainment services. Here... We're going to give you this for free if you just fucking stay home and sit on your couch because they knew that we were that we have a Second Amendment and they don't want to push that fucking button unless they have to. Well, we thought that Internet Edgelord saying stupid bullshit was bad three years ago. Now everybody has been forced into this cesspit of social media, and that is their only social interaction with most of their friends. Their self-worth has become wrapped up in it. We have not just damaged our children. We've damaged people. It's it's no wonder that, that suicide rates have just absolutely skyrocketed. Because these are people that have no idea. They're, they were not prepared for it. They've been thrown straight to the wolves. And when they don't get what they want, it's just they crash from there. Think about it. How many people have we watched? Just crash and burn. Oh, I get it. Relationships, everything else. It's not just our children, but it, it it's going to affect our children the most. All right. Before we go back into the main topic of our podcast, which is going to be COVID, I want you to... Uh, there, there are two pieces of news which I know are instantly going to get thrown at me in the book. Which is why I labeled this one the book. Uh, the main story is why, but I'm going to give you two extra stories that that go towards the book. All right, so the ready? book of Eli, we have our own version of the book of Odin. Right. All right, ready? How about one of the main issues with drones is that they're limited in their payout in the amount of weapons that they can deliver on station, right? But what happens if we convert the weapons of war we already have into drones? Why do I just see, like, drone blades on a guy? Wait. <laughs> no, they didn't. Wait. I want you... I'm going to share a picture with you. Or I'm going to share a screen with you. Okay. Uh, so that you can see that I am not making it up. All right. What do you see? I see a helicopter. How about a Lockheed Martin Sikorsky Blackhawk flying itself? It is part of no. DARPA's alias technology no. that was just enabled the first no. of its kind. So instead of making drones more sturdy and capable, we're going to teach them to fly themselves. 
and have drone technology. Okay, I know that sounds scary. I, I know it does, right? I know that that I know that it just it's like. Odin, you're an asshole. Please stop sharing this evil stuff. But what was that old '80s movie where they had the was it War Games or something where they had the the plane that had the or the fighter jet that had the the nuclear missiles on it, and he had to play a game with the computer to win to get it to shut down. Well, that's a mixture of two movies, but okay. yes, one of them is War Games. Yes, where you had to play uh, global thermonuclear war. And have the game play itself till it fried itself and said there is no victory. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was thinking more Terminator, but okay, we can we can go with this. I was trying to avoid any Terminator or Matrix references, okay? Okay, but now we have this, right? If the trucker strike gets too bad, they'll go to Elon Musk, right? Here's what scares me with this type of technology, right? DARPA is using alias technology. Right. Or AI right. technology to fly. Right. They're going to install an AI into trucks that drive themselves. What happens when the trucks become fully aware? Have you ever seen the movie Maximum Overdrive? Next video. <laughs> Sorry, Taco, I'm going to steal your line. Next video. I don't want to <laughs> deal with this shit. All right, all right, we can, can skip we talk it. talk about squirrels reaching terminal velocity so they would technically survive if you dropped them from outer space? Yep. Okay, okay, we're good. All right, so... Yeah, that's freaky, but it's also not new. Think about it. We, we've had it. They they even have the... China, on the has been, China has been doing it for decades. Yes. Well, over on the Autobahn, they, they have actual lanes that are marked out with this paint that the truck senses and it drives itself on that line. Yeah. Well, the uh, Chinese have tanks that are already self-driving, but what happens when you remote control it? You take out that human element. What happens when you then take the human out of the pilot chair and you just order your equipment to go whenever there is no, there is no limit to the amount of, well, there's no such thing as a, let's be honest, there's no such thing as a war crime when it comes to a machine. Correct. It doesn't know the difference. Yep. It knows what a target is. Yep. And I know everybody thinks we're going to be like, oh, put your tinfoil hats on. It's nothing more than a cock up. I'm sorry. They're literally talking about anyone who disagrees with their personal view of the narrative is a domestic terrorist, and then you know we've already watched them. Hell, what was it the other day? They they just busted into some dude's house, opening a no knock warrant, and fucking shot the wrong guy. Yeah. By the way, I had to school Reaper on why that was a horrible thing that the cops did, because he instantly wanted to come to the defense of the police department. I'm gonna slap him through the phone. No, no, I explained it why it was bad. Uh, because he wanted to instantly say that the dude was guilty and that's why he got shot and why are they painting I like, dude, you need to read past the headlines. Just saying. Fuck me running. All right. All right. Ready? Here, here's the second one for the book. Uh, Is so, this the one that you were talking about earlier that it yeah, fucking happened like an hour I, later? I was talking about coronal mass ejections and solar storms and I was joking about how the sun was turning off and that's why we're getting remember that conversation? Uh -huh. So so today to yeah, then you went to work and then today 
so we sit here and I was I was telling uh, Reaper about the 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 solar storm that's coming today. So if you get weird and wonky communications, this would be why, right? Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So he don't goes, click oh, okay. That link. Huh? <laughs> so don't click that link. Yeah. So I sit here and I'm like, all right. Uh, so. So we're talking about it, and conversation moves on. 20 minutes later, <coughs> we get an alert that says that 40 out of 49 high-speed satellite or high-speed internet satellites were taken out by this CME storm. Wait, 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 wait. 40 out of 49? Yes, 40 out of 49. What's What's funny is they were all shielded, so that's a hell of a storm. That's uh, mildly terrifying. Yeah. Well, that would explain why work was havoc today. Yeah. How fragile? Let's talk for a second, because I know we're waiting on, on something special to happen here in just a little bit. So let's let, let me pick your prepper tinfoil brain with my scavenger marauder tinfoil brain. Okay. How fragile has society become where if you could literally shut off power or shut off communications, it would simply fail? That's not new. Yeah, but I think about it. We so have like how many people. No, I guess the reason why I mention is I want to I want to paint a picture for you. We've made everyone dependent on the Internet and social media for the last two years for their existence, right? For their social worth, for their social connection. Right. And suddenly we just go poof, gone. Uh, when you make somebody dependent on a technology or when you, okay, the, the rule of thumb is when you get a society or a civilization based on one type of, uh, or built on one type of energy, and this would be electricity, right? In however you want to get it, right? Everything is based around electricity, which essentially is, the power that runs everything in our fucking lives, right? When you get rid of that, you destroy that society. I have told you that I I prep for a EMP grid down scenario that's in excess of a year, right? With that being said, 90% of the people in the United States will not survive it. Countries like Africa, who don't have a steady supply of electricity, Probably just uh, fine. It, it, certain certain countries on the African continent uh, will do much better than the majority of people in the United States, simply because we have people who uh, can't live without social media. That they will uh, bow down and capitulate to anything that the tech overlords say because they 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 have suffer from a condition known as FOMO, the fear of missing out. Oh, I thought you said something else. Okay. Where you have people that if you took away their phones, they wouldn't be able to call them fucking selves. That if you hear like phone numbers, right, on a landline, which would be more resistant to uh, EMP depending on how severe it is, right? There's a, a mild electrical current that goes through it. Technically, those will last when a power outage happens, right? Because they run through slightly different system, right? You have that. 
right? You have people who wouldn't be able to call their next door neighbor their parents because they don't memorize phone numbers, right? If it's not on their phone, like all of a sudden your cell phone with all this power is gone. Do you have the phone numbers of the people that you need to contact? In my defense, most of those people are cell phones, so they wouldn't have contact either. Most of us don't have landlines. I do. I don't know its phone number. Because I, I, I don't, just because then people could reach me when I turn my cell phone off. Fair. I don't know. I mean, in some ways, we're, I, I'm guilty of it, where I, I do a lot of stuff with the internet, with electricity, with things like that. But I, I got to thinking about it today. I was like, when you mentioned how many of the satellites went down and I saw how wonky it was getting at work, and I was like, what would happen? Like, literally, it would it, the first six weeks would be a bloodbath, instantaneous bloodbath. I mean, I saw what they did to, the, to each other over fucking toilet paper, let alone food, heating, Charging their phone. People, I have people who argue with me all the time that says that human society may be rough and rugged, but they're not going to go burn everything down. I would like to take you to the summer of 1977 in New York City, where the power went out for eight hours, and it was the record number of arrests that New York City has ever had. And it was out for eight fucking hours let that sink in counterpoint. eight hours counterpoint i won't even go back that far i will go back to the summer of 2020 and 2021 i will go back and tell you that they burned this nation over a felon yeah a woman beaten drug addled felon yep yep so, yes, this nation would burn itself down for simply not having the ability to communicate. Yep. <sighs> where's our uh, Where's our surprise? I don't know. But uh, if I need another story, I have some more. Okay. Oh, no. Is this one from the Book of Odin, too? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read, I'm just going to go through and reface the entire book of Eli. All right. No, no, that's part of the main topic. Oh, well, I guess we'll start with the main topic. Let's just rock and roll. All right. So, back in March of 2020, there were people who were looking into the virus and its composition. And they said that it looked like a Frankenstein. Remember that? Frankenstein, it, it's got components of the AIDS virus and stuff like that. Right? And uh, some of us said, look, you need to pay attention that it's not just the, it's not just COVID itself, but it's the vaccine. Hey, I told everybody, go get, uh, go get an STD test. Yeah. We covered that two episodes ago now, where it says, where it had the guy that said, hold on, where is he? The guy who said, uh, if you, um, if you got the third booster that, uh, you need to sit here and, uh, go get an AIDS test. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, howdy, 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 howdy. What did I just walk into? <laughs> We're it, It's our main topic for today. We're uh, talking about uh, how I find it interesting, and I have a list of stories, uh, that talk about how uh, a doctor, what's his name, uh, Professor Luc Montagnier, the, profess- the discoverer of the HIV, the cause of AIDS, right, came out and said that if you have taken the third dose, go and take a test for AIDS. When you get the results, go sue your government. He's literally telling you that it's giving AIDS. Now, for those of you who forget, I warned people about this in August. In uh, er, yeah, yeah, in August of 2021, but it came out in December of 2020 is when I first heard about it. Right, that Australia had scrapped its exer- experimental COVID vaccine candidate after the trial participants received false positive results on certain HIV tests. The vaccine were causing people to test positive for AIDS. Who but was it that tweet that we just positive, But do they actually have it? Well, interestingly enough, that other tweet that came out just recently where it goes, well, anyone, viruses don't care. Anyone can contract HIV. I suggest Hold you on. go get it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Like you said, they go, "Oh fuck!" So they are giving people AIDS, right? One of the attorneys says, "I'm an international, or I'm on an international Zoom call with pathologists and doctors from around the world. We're in serious troubles. Immune systems are being obliterated. They literally are giving people AIDS. The definition of AIDS is a uh, autoimmune, uh, yeah, autoimmune or." acquired anyhow they're basically giving people vades vaccine induced aids so i want to see, I want to see okay i tweet. get it i get it huh <laughs> you 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 got it now freya yeah <laughs> so then how about just the other night though when we were in your live and someone goes wait is this freya uh-huh <laughs> So then we get a tweet that came out today. Today I joined hashtag HIV testing week by getting a quick, easy test for HIV. Viruses don't discriminate. Anyone can get HIV. So I'd encourage anyone who hasn't yet to find out your HIV status to help achieve our goals to end HIV transmission in England by 2030. So initially... The only two ways or three ways that you could get HIV was sex or drug use, right? That, that was it, right? Just those? Oh, and blood. It, it was blood transfer later. It was uh, bodily fluids, sex, and, and drugs. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's those three, right? And now it's everybody needs to get tested. We all need to know. So I put that suspicious. That's weird. So Netherlands has just got rid of their HIV, or not HIV, gotten rid of their COVID. It ended at midnight, right? Article that just came out. Ready? New HIV super strain is found in the Netherlands. Highly infectious variant makes people ill twice as quickly and has been spotted in at least 109 people. 
Sounds an awful lot like vaccine. Wait, hold up. The, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on a minute. We may need to wait for it to hit another country besides the Netherlands because the Netherlands were offering you a, a, a free visit with your favorite hooker if you got the vaccine. Okay, how about this one? Now, you remember... You remember... Oh, that's who, true. That's 100% true. You remember the vaccines, right? The the vaccine manufacturers, right? Uh-huh. Johnson & Johnson's HIV vaccine fails uh. its first efficacy trial. J&J's HIV vaccine is using the exact same technology as COVID-19 vaccine, and it failed to miss its first goal of reducing the chance of HIV infection by 50%. So it still makes them more effective than their vaccine for COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a comment earlier that made me just kind of chuckle. It goes, do you really want to know if the vaccine works? Then look at how many people have exempted themselves from it. Yep. Okay. Because if it actually worked, you best damn well believe that all these, you know, if this was a real problem and they actually, anybody in power would have been scrambling to take care of them, their friends, and those that support them, everybody else be got, it just be damned, right? But instead yeah. they're all going, well, I don't have to take it. You know, federal workers are telling, we, we, we don't have to take it. <laughs> okay, I got one more about this one. This is from the AGMC, American Journal, or blah, blah, blah. I don't know how to pronounce it. The American Journal of Medicine something. Yeah. So they had a story that was updated today, or yesterday, right? Uh, to show that the original story, which was published back in October of 2020, is out of date and adds new information. The article describing a letter written in The Lancet was published October 20th of 2020, uh, two months before the emergency youth authorization of the first COVID-19 vaccine in the United States. It also discusses the type of vaccine that is not currently in use in the United States for SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, right? And then they put, all available data suggests that the current authorized COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective, Right. Even though they, they have put a warning that, label? Wait, wait. That is the warning label. Here's what it says, right? From the CDC, what to know about HIV and COVID-19 and from HIV Medicine Association, COVID-19 vaccine and people with HIV, right? Three vaccines were authorized by the FDA for emergency use in the United States. After this article was published, two of these from Pfizer and one from Moderna have been fully approved by the FDA since January 31st of 2022. The article was then edited on February 7th, 2022 to add these clarifications, to note the approvals and to change the story to past tense. Here's the article, and I'm going to skip past part of it, but as the race to, appro to approval of a safe and effective vaccine for coronavirus disease 2019 continues, a group of researchers said some of these vaccines could make patients more susceptible to contracting HIV. Writing a letter in The Lancet, the AIDS or the researchers urged caution when it comes to the use of adenovirus type 585 vectored vaccine for COVID-19, recalling their research from a decade ago uh, on an 85 vector vaccine into HIV vaccine trials. 
On the basis of these findings, we're concerned that use of an AD5 vector for immunization against severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus or SARS-CoV-2 could similarly increase the risk of HIV-1 acquisition among men who received the vaccine, wrote the researchers. Both the HIV and COVID-19 pandemics disproportionately affect vulnerable populations globally. Rollout of an effective SARS-CoV-2 vaccine globally could be given to populations at risk of HIV infection, which could potentially increase their risk of HIV-1 acquisition. I, I and, have a statement. Yeah. You say HIV uh, susceptible, a.k.a. drug users, and, and, and crack czar has decided to give crack pipes to everyone to make it more healthy to do drugs. I was literally just about to say that. I know it's oh, like, like a deep rabbit hole, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, and he's he's deciding to supply heroin? <laughs> <laughs> No, he's not supplying the drug, just the supplies. Just just, just get that the, out there. Just the you know the the durable okay. medical equipment. I I, I want to talk about that. I wanted to cover the HIV one because we'll never be able to cover it on YouTube, right? So we got that out there that there's a link either between the vaccine or the virus itself that make it act like HIV. Not saying that it is, but it makes it act like it. And that's really what I wanted to get out there to warn people. But let's talk about uh, building crack better program, right? Let's talk about that. Wait, wait, wait. Freya, <laughs> you're sitting there on the edge of your seat, and you've you're being more antsy than I've ever seen you. So let it rip. Let it. Let, let's have it. Uh, see, <laughs> I don't know what I can and can't say on YouTube. <laughs> We're not on YouTube. This is going on YouTube. This is, a, this this is, is our audio only. There's no video on this one. It's just we're using this format. We're using our StreamYard format because it's easier to bring in the video clips. Okay, this fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this piece of shit fucking idiot. <laughs> so they're actually trying to uh, cover their asses right now because I, I looked it up prior to posting the video that I just posted. Uh, the video that I just posted was saying that Biden was supplying the crack pipes to heroin users. Uh, he's now denying that, and they're, the um, mainstream media is marketing that as misinformation. But within the drug-safe um, kits, the, you know, the, the fucking drug-encouraging drug-safe kits that they're giving out, there are crack pipes in those, in those drug-safe kits. What the actual fuck is wrong with this man? Number one, Fucking Hunter has to have something to do with this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put something in chat which will make you laugh. It is literally Snopes trying to do, say, to explain it away. And in their description, they literally fucking prove that there are crack pipes in it. In their <laughs> response, I'll send it to you. You will laugh your ass off. <laughs> so here, I'll read it. Snopes. Right, claim in early 2022, the Biden administration endeavored to advance race equity by distributing crack pipes to drug users. What's true? In 2022, a U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Substance Abuse Harm Reduction Act grant 
grant did require recipients to provide safer smoking kits to existing drug users. In distributing grants, priority would be given applicants serving historically underserved communities. What's false? This was just one of around 20 components of the grant program and far from its most prominent or important one. Despite being the primary focus of outraged news reports, the purpose of the program was to reduce harm and the risk of infection among drug users, not to advance racial equity, although that was a secondary consideration. In other okay. words, yes, yes, they just admitted that that is what they did. Why is race even being brought up when it comes to drug addicts? Because the left, if it wasn't for racist comments and 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 race baiting, the left would have no leg to stand on. Okay. I'm just I'm just not understanding. Like, is Biden saying that there are more African American drug users than there are white drug users? Because I'm pretty sure that drugs affect literally every community across the board pretty equally. Okay. The reason, okay, I'm I'm gonna let you try to think of how to politically correct say it, but I'm gonna give you an example of why this is hysterical to me. One, he decided that he wants to send them into black communities during Black History Month. Two, he's saying he is saying exactly that. And three, I don't know if you remember the the crack epidemic that happened in the hoods where uh, the uh, people like Farrakhan and uh, was, used to scream at the white folk and say, why is the government sending the drugs into our town, into our communities to destroy the black family? It was a big thing through the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It still goes on, but the media has stopped listening to it because it's their people doing it. <laughs> so, so, because so literally smart, not only did they say, uh, not only was it true back then, but they're doing it again. Now. I find that absolutely hysterical. Because historically the inner city, the ghetto, the burbs, however you want to call it. Historically, they have been the most hard hit when it comes to rampant drug use. And historically, those are not predominantly white neighborhoods. Correct. I'm not I am not condoning the action whatsoever. I find it abhorrent. But this is one of those times where I'm going to be like, hey, people, you can't just say that the inner city is predominantly black for things that you like. This is a true statement. Drug use, especially heroin. You know, using you know, crack, these in the inner city are not, there are, how to say it. I'm looking up drug use statistics per the National Institute of Health. From from my understanding, it affects all communities pretty, pretty equally across the board, but I, I could be wrong. Well, see, you don't, you don't find heroin smokers in Kentucky, you find meth heads. In the inner city, you find a lot of black tar heroin, a lot of cocaine, a lot of things like that. And most of the inner cities are what? Well, okay. So when everyone knows I went to rehab, I, I don't care. I have no shame. Um, the vast majority of people there. Can I stop you there? Yeah. I love you. But rehab is mostly white people. It is. 
because it's mostly those are the people that actually have the money, the people that have insurance, the people that have the ability to go. Most of your underserved neighborhoods do not have that. I have spent years working with drug addicts. I will, I will give you one correction on that just because I was upset because I was probably the only individual in the rehab facility at the time that was maintaining a uh, nine to five job. Um, and I was the only one that had to pay for my bed, had to, I, I think I had to pay for food. It was like, I had to pay for like stupid shit that no one else had to pay for. And when, when they were like, why, why do you have to pay for it? I'm like, because I have health insurance. No one else there had health insurance. It was all just given to them. I'll bet if you were to search, depending on how nice your rehab was, most of it was paid for by mommy and daddy and they had no idea. Well, you know what also is it wasn't a nice rehab. Trust me. Um, I am in Connecticut. It is a blue state and blue states do like to give everything to everyone. So but most places like I work with insurance, most places will not cover drug rehab. Yep. Most, most, most insurance companies will not cover drug rehab, mainly because most people that go there don't change. I'm not saying it's, it's pointless. I'm not saying as a, as someone who formerly had the issue myself, I'm not going to denigrate anybody trying to make a change, but most of these rehabs will never see the people that need it most. Oh, absolutely. Ever. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Uh, Freya is correct. According to statistics, drug use, percentage of drug use, it doesn't say what type of drug, but percentage of drug use in terms of overall drug use, they are basically statistically even. They count weed in that though. And that's, that's what evens it out. When we're talking the harder stuff, heroin and all uh, heroin, smack, everything, whatever you want to call it, Molly, LSD, most of these are not... They're over here in the side. Uh, maybe it's because I'm in Connecticut. I've seen I've seen a, a lot of uh, oh here we go a lot of hard stuff. <laughs> You're in Connecticut. <laughs> Never mind. I was gonna make a very very terrible joke about Connecticut, but I will leave it alone for now and say it later when it's appropriate. Is so cold the only thing they can do when it gets that cold? Like, so, fuck, so, if I'm locked in for six and a half months in my house with nothing but snow, no wonder I'm doing drugs to see <laughs> something else on the TV. So let's say, let's say if, if I am correct and if it is, you know, pretty equal across the board, then this would be Biden blatantly targeting the black community. He did say it was going to underserved communities, which are historically what? Well, he didn't just say underserved. He said... Uh, for racial equality. So, while he's looking that up, let me let me let me poke your brain for a second here. Uh, I saw you respond to the video that we we did about the the guy with the mask and the four yeah. year old. So, uh, let, let's hear it. I, I want to hear Freya rage because I want you to take that into consideration. Realize they also called CPS on over a hundred kids for people in the, for people that were truck drivers. I was talking to my mom about this earlier. I cannot fucking stand the entire situation. Number one, like, obviously I support the truckers, but 
from what they're doing to them. I cannot stand the entire situation. And to have a child, a four-year-old child, come up to you and say, I like your face. I, I want to repro- I'm I'm going to be 33. My ovaries are like, bitch, start doing something. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to reproduce. But at the same time, this day and age, I'm like, I can't put a kid through that. So what? adopt one. Huh? So adopt one. I could do that. I hear that Jake needs adopting. I'll adopt Jake. I love Jake. <laughs> All right. So... There are only, the, they break it down into six main drugs that are used. This includes alcohol and cigarettes and marijuana, but they break it down by. The only drugs that black people do more of than white people are cigarettes, alcohol, and heroin. Every other drug, blacks and his, or whites and Hispanic do more than blacks. And But again, statistically speaking... There's less than 5% difference in any of those. So Freya is correct. There's not a huge difference in terms of the risk. They're not equal. They're, well, not take into consideration the size of population. Just for a second now. These are percentage based off of population. Not based off of total, like the, they're they're the okay the way that the chart is set up is it's based on percentage of white people who use it uh one to 60 days out of a year right and then it's they break it down by in each of those categories there are only three drugs in which blacks rate higher as a percentage of their own population than whites Apparently, whites have a really bad cocaine problem. Yes. A really bad methamphetamine problem. Yes. And a really bad pot problem. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I could have called that without seeing the damn green. (laughs) But what's funny is that when they talk about the number of days in the past year, those numbers for those numbers for heroin. Like when it's one to 60, it's within 2% of each population. But the moment that you get past the 60 days, you're talking your chronic users were not somebody who tried it once or twice throughout the year, right? But somebody who hits it hard more than 60, that number does go way, way up for the black community. Like the more days throughout the year, the higher their percentage goes of consistent users like most people in the now what's funny is is that for heroin that changes at 300 to 365 days out of the year all right blacks lead that category in heroin up until you get to 300 days out of the year after the 300 to 365, Hispanics have that number beat. I mean, it's not even close. So apparently, Hispanics either use it once or twice throughout the year or every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever worked in a kitchen? Who, me? Yeah, a restaurant kitchen. Oh, yeah. 
then you understand why the 360 to 365 days out of the year. Yes, <laughs> yes you do. <laughs> that's, that's where I started using a, a speedball. But yes, same thing with uh, methamphetamines. That between 240 and 300 days out of the year, his uh, blacks score higher than the other two subsections. And then 300 to 365, white skip methamphetamine back. That's just because of Kentucky. That is literally just because of Kentucky. Dude. Dude. I used to live in Interlock in Florida. Interlock in Florida was known as the meth capital of Florida. Yes, but they, they take their notes from the meth capital, which is Kentucky. Like you no, can't drive. You that, cannot drive. That is not true. The you meth cannot. capital of the United States is South Dakota. Balder! <laughs> Got so, some explaining to do. <laughs> so so my brain my brain is making some connections here. And obviously rabbit hole connections but if biden is targeting the black community with the drug safe kits or whatever making it more easy and accessible to get a hold of these drugs and get a hold of you know crack pipes and i don't know what else is in the kit to be honest but is he gonna come out later and talk about the drug issues in the black community after he's creating more of them? Well, God, that's been the MO for the Democrat Party for the last 30 years. Well, the theory is that they're sit here and it'll stop transmission of disease. So they think they're doing a good service because you're not going to the the thinking is that you're not going to increase the <coughs> the usage of the drug. But those who already use it will then be using it safer. However, San Francisco would beg to differ because that is not what their plan did. Their plan for free needles made needle use jump through the roof. Look, my eyebrows cannot get any further up on my forehead, but what the fuck? You have to be on crack to think this is a good idea. It's, it's not. It's enabling. It's like telling people, hey, look, you know what? We're going to design a hotel for you. To oh, we do that anyway. Never mind. <laughs> this is absolute enabling. Fair. I think it's interesting it's coming after the, the fact of California and some other places cracking down on BLM. Huh? Cracking down on their money, cracking down on uh, – they just arrested one in Memphis, the, the founder of the BLM group in Memphis for uh, voter fraud. Because she was a felon and she voted six times or whatever. Yeah. They cracked down. What was it? Now, of all places, California's cracking down on the money. California's fucking broke. They're going to get that money. They're going to seize it. Well, the money doesn't go to any black communities. It does not. It went to buy them houses. Black lives matter. Well, okay, that or, or super PACs. That's what drove me up a wall when I first started digging into it. And I, I realized how much of that money, if you did not mark it down specifically for one particular event, that money goes straight into a super PAC. And those are all Democrat. And it literally went to act blue. Yep. Have, have they spent any money rebuilding the cities that they've allowed 
their movement to burn? Nope. They did $3 billion plus worth of damage in 2020 during the Summer of Love. And Black Lives Matter did not put any money towards it and will not put any money towards the rebuilding because they are told repeatedly over and over by the news media, by the politicians, that they were oppressed, that they were victims, and that insurance will cover it. So explain to me the 35 people that died during those protests. How are they compensated? Explain to me when the insurance companies say it's not classified as an act of God, but as a riot, so we don't have to cover it. Now, how do you explain it? Let me push this further. January 6th was one day. And the only people that died as a direct result of the riot were us. But they went for over a year burning, looting, rioting, killing people, assaulting people, destroying property. Well, May May 30th of 2020, if you're going to use George, the George Floyd Summer of Love, it's May 30th of 2020 until December of 2020. So not quite a full year. Just enough to get past the election, and then it died off. Yep. Which is why, in the next 90 days, and you're already seeing it, the Democrats are going to space themselves away from... COVID will be done in 90 days. I'm a little surprised that they're not rioting right now after what happened the other night. Hey, hey, hey okay, look, if I was going to say BLM to riot at any time and I would actually not stop them and I would actually probably be with them, it would be over what happened the other they're night. They're not going to riot. BLM is about to get... you know Their leaders are getting arrested or sanctioned. They're losing their money, right? The the tide is turning against BLM, and they want Democrats to stay in power. What happened the other night? There was a no-knock warrant in Minneapolis where cops kicked in the door of a house, shot an individual because he carried a gun with him. Not part of the no-knock warrant. Not, not even living in the house. He had no criminal record. Somebody broke into the area where he was sleeping and out of a dead sleep points his gun to sit here for, for self-defense and is shot multiple times. They didn't even double check to make sure that the bastard they were after was even there. Nope. Did we figure out if they were at the right address or not? Because I thought they were at the wrong apartment. It did. I only saw that they were they were right to be there, but and they had the no-knock warrant, and they pounded on the door for some amount of time, saying, "Police, open up." As so it's no knock huh? anymore. Huh? I thought no-knock warrants weren't a thing anymore. Oh yeah, it, only only in certain places have they decided to crack down on no-knock warrants, and the reason for it is because of swatting. That people are getting swatted. If they don't like you and they know your address, they call your local police department and say, hey, somebody shot somebody else. And uh, there's somebody in there with a gun, which is incredibly dangerous and is an attempt to kill somebody via cop. And it's happened multiple times. But 
People are garbage. Well, if you get caught pulling a swatting incident, it's a felony for you. But if somebody dies, that felony is not, you know, is not adequate. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Because, I mean, think about it. And I'm not advocating for for violence here. But if somebody were to bust my door down at 2 a.m., I'd answer it with a gun. Yeah, out of a dead sleep. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got a funny story to tell y'all when we're done with this. Mm. So there's no riots happening right now. Nope. Nope. So- nope, but they're all freaking out about the bridge being shut down in Michigan. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. There was actually there was actually a protest because of that shooting. The people in Minneapolis took what they learned in Canada, got all their cars together, and blocked off all of the roads in Minneapolis. Peaceful protest. That is the way it should be done. And if the truckers taught them how to riot that way, yes, it may be uncon- it may be inconvenient. But a nonviolent, a nonviolent protest that is basically nonviolent civil disobedience, stick it to the man every time. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't need, if they had done that during the summer of love, instead of running around lighting stuff on fire, and they had just blocked everything and went, this is how we're doing this, I'd be like, I I may not agree with it, but I support the right to do it. Oh, yeah. It's when they start to burn buildings down, I have a problem. I still would have been pissed about it, but definitely they have the right to do it. It would have been a, a lot more, I think that's actually a lot more effective than burning and looting because you get more people on your side not just not just in the terms of yeah you're gonna piss people off but you know you're you're not killing anyone right Right. (sighs) i don't know where he went huh he is he taking a bio break (laughs) <laughs> probably we've been here for like an hour and 20 minutes so who knows but uh oh wait i didn't get to show you hold on i'm gonna show you the hell a hilarious story i know we're still recording so people won't be able to see it but i don't care ready you're gonna love this one i'm gonna give you some backstory on this video right in belarus these cops went up and they went and they sprayed uh pepper spray into the protest mm-hmm. and then the wind changed Watch what happens. See him spray it? Wind blows it right back at him. (laughs) Oh, Oh, since he's not here, I I have one for you. Since you haven't got to see it on the air yet. Ready? Yes. Oh. Chum is a bitch. He's a big fat bitch. He's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. He's stupid bitch. If there was a bitch, he's a bitch to all the boys and girls. She hasn't ever seen it live. I didn't. I didn't see it. What? I didn't see it. All right, I'll play it again. Do I click the button? No, you you can see the screen, right? Yeah. It's going to pop up on the screen that you're looking at. Okay. Oh, 
Show him he's a bitch. He's a big fat bitch. He's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. He's stupid bitch. If there was a bitch, he's a bitch to all the boys and girls. <laughs> Love you, chum. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, all right. And with that, <laughs> we're gonna call it. it. You don't have to leave. We can still talk on here, but I'm gonna end the the podcast. I'm Odin. This is Dude, and we're joined by our lovely Freya. And we'll see you again. Matrix is a system, Neo. That system is our enemy. When you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Are you listening to me? The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.